Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. And this show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. My name is Rake Vanikak and it's a, a rather red day on the local market with most of the leading indices showing some weakness. Resources are down nearly 2%, mostly driven by a 12% drop in the share price of Glencore. Now, Glencore announced this morning that it is the target of a money laundering and corruption investigation by the U.S. Department of Justice and was subpoenaed to produce documents related to compliance with the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and money laundering statutes. Now, these documents relate to the company's businesses in Nigeria, the DRC and Venezuela. And I'll speak to KD's uh, mining analyst, Peter Major, in a minute about this breaking news story. And I'll also speak to Gary Boyson of Rand Swiss about the markets. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JC All Share is down 0.4%, resources down uh, 0.5%, industrials uh, down 0.3%, and financials also down half a percent. The gold index up 0.1%. Let's look at international markets. The FTSE 100 currently uh, uh, 0.3% higher. The DAX 0.8% higher. The CIC 40 also in positive territory, nearly one, nearly three quarters of a percent higher. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei declined by 0.1%. The Shanghai index closed uh, 0.4% higher. Hang Seng also lost uh, 1.4%. Let's look at individual shares that are performing well. Ital Tile gained nearly 3%. Imperial 2.7% higher. Uh, RCL also 2.5% higher. Woolies gained 1.8%. And uh, some of the retailers, including Pick and Pay, also down uh, also around 1.1% higher. On the downside, Glencore leading uh, the pack down uh, 12.7% now. Capitec also lost uh, nearly 5% and that follows some news about a potential um, national credit regulator investigation into its fee structure. Sabanya Gold also remains under pressure down 3.4%. Saw also down 3% and uh, Deskem also down 2.6%. Let's look at currencies. The Rand is currently trading at... 13.73 against the dollar, 18 rand 12 against the pound, and 16 rand and one cent against the euro. Uh, one bitcoin is currently trading at 6,617 thousand dollars, or 93,969 thousand rand. Commodities gold is trading at 1,246 dollars, Brent crude at 77 dollars 77, and platinum 824 dollars and 67 US cents. On the capital market, the R186 is trading at 8.85 percent. But uh, let's uh, look at the breaking news of the day, and that is news that the U.S. Department of Justice has subpoenaed Glencore to produce documents as part of an investigation into possible corruption and money laundering. Now, Glencore is, of course, a global mining group and the world's biggest commodity trader, and the investigation relates to the company's businesses in Nigeria, the DRC, and Venezuela. And uh, this has sent the Glencore share price into a tailspin, and it's down nearly 13% in, in Johannesburg. Uh, on the line is Peter Major, mining specialist at KD's. Peter, welcome to the show. What do you make of this? Well, it's not unusual, Rake. I think after we saw it, the possible class action suit against Sabanya. And after we saw the FIFA executives all get their subpoena from the U.S. a few years ago, and we thought that was going to bring down the World Cup. <laughs> and we saw people get bundled up in Switzerland and sent to the States, but it's all gone quiet since. So this isn't unusual, and we do know operating in African countries is difficult. 
very, very difficult for a CEO. And Glencore is probably one of the most, if not complicated, most diverse mining resource companies on the planet because they're half trading and they're half production. And I think they've said in their annual reports, is it 80, 90, 100 different countries they operate in? So you can imagine poor Mr. Glassenberg trying to think, okay, what transaction, what year, what department, um, what deal? You know, it, you've got to take it as it comes. You just got to be methodical here. They're asking for documents going back to 207, Venezuela, Nigeria. You know, can you imagine trying to operate there? You don't know if you're legitimate or not half the time. Yeah, but, you know, having said that, the U.S. is pretty uh, serious about fighting corruption, especially in, in, in developing countries, and uh, um, they have a reputation of really uh, doing thorough investigations, um, and, and, and there could be severe sanctions. Um, what, what, how can, can this play out? What sanctions could they actually face? Well, you can't put sanctions on somebody without going through due process, and there's lawyers in America probably more than the rest of the world put together. And it's a very established judiciary. So, you know, subpoenas mean we're asking you for documents and papers. And the documents and papers they get may just nullify whatever suspicions they got. They may just answer the questions. So I don't think we should read too much into it. Nobody has more at stake here than Mr. Glassenberg himself. This is his company, you know, all is worse than this company. I think he's over a 20% shareholder so he knows that the kind of conditions he operates under with the states and with third world countries. And look, I, I think it's an opportunity. I really do. When I, I see this thing down 11%, um, Ivan's pulled this company out of, I think, more difficult situations than this. I think it's too early to, to jump to conclusions. So you think the, the 12% drop is uh, overdone and uh, it offers opportunity uh, Definitely, yeah. Mm. No, I do. He, he's very well diversified. I think he's is it arguably one of the better run. It's it's definitely one of the better run mining financials. And as I said, he, he he's like a Stephen Jobs that knows every part of Apple. A Bill Gates used to know every part of Microsoft. We can go down the list. And it is complicated. And if there is something wrong, we've seen him take very dramatic, fast action before when certain parties, certain of his people were under suspicion. Mm -hmm. So he's basically said, tell me exactly what you need. I'll supply what I can and let's investigate this together. Well, um, you know, doing mining, well, you know, mining operations in developing countries are long-term projects. They are very expensive to implement, and the returns uh, take many years, sometimes decades, to actually flow through. Um, so definitely there are vested interests here. Uh, how significant are the operations in those countries to the, uh, to the Glencore company or the Glencore group? Very big. Without a doubt, he, he's got a lot invested in the DRC. You know, on, on his copper and cobalt, he arguably controls close to 50%, 45% of world cobalt production. He's made big bets there. So this is very important. Nigeria, I don't know how big he is there, but Venezuela on the oil trading side. Um, yeah, it's look, it is a worry. He knows what he's up against, but... He's just got to deal with it as it comes. And um, one of the reasons he went from being a private listed company into public listed was you want to have the ability 
to eventually realize your wealth, realize all the work you've put in for 30, 40 years. So he needs to keep the share up. Anybody who's listed needs to abide by the law and knows that. And I don't know of any CEO personally that ever thought otherwise, certainly not on the mining side. Mm. Well, several media publications around the world links uh, or link the, uh, this uh, investigation to one that may flow from UK prosecutors regarding a relationship with Dan Gertler, the, of course, the Israeli billionaire and a friend of DRC President Joseph Kabila. Um, those investigations have not been implemented, but it does cost another you know, uh, question mark around the company. Um, do you think that maybe, you know, exacerbates the, the whole issue now and that's why, why, why the share price is down so much? Well, it, it could have something to do with it because the U.S. has sanctioned Mr. Gertler and I think Glencore, Ivan Glassenberg was using that as an excuse, it looked like, to withhold payments to Gertler, that they had an agreement that he'd purchased mining properties from Dan Gertler, and then he was using this sanctions excuse why he couldn't pay him his agreed-upon royalty. And, you know, Gertler has better contacts in the DRC than anybody. It looked like he was virtually going to get Glencore's assets frozen, if not auctioned off. So Glencore had to make a deal how to get Mr. Gertler's money, and they said, well, we just won't deposit it in any U.S. institution. We won't use any U.S. currency. And that almost sounded too cute, too neat, too simple. Now, these subpoenas, I don't know if they just put them together in lieu of that, because that was fairly recent. Um, but it could have a bit. They could say, well, if Mr. Gertler thinks he's going to get away from us that easy, and Mr. Glassenberg thinks he's going to avoid um, these sanctions, we got another thing coming. This can get very complex, Rake. It's not good news. There's no good news in here. Um, the world, it's getting unbelievably complex, all these different jurisdictions. And to be a mining CEO, can you imagine, how do you juggle this? Can you imagine our, our big auditing firms in South Africa, you know, yeah. working for the government, all those big contracts. And without a doubt, they must have known the illegality and unethical um, activities going on. But do you want to lose these big contracts when all the ministers are part of the previous administration? They had the ability to cut you out in a second. If you raise an issue, you get cut out. And now you got a new administration that's re-looking at what they're doing. It's, it's unbelievably complex out there. Man, I don't have any answers. But I, I think this 11% drop today is a bit overdone because it's already been weak. Yeah. Um, nobody's going to fight harder and it's better, better qualified to um, ride this out. And he's eventually resolve it with the states. You know, they want their, their cobalt as bad as the Chinese do. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. That was Peter Major, mining specialist at Katie's. Gary Boyson of Swiss Rand is now on the line. Uh, Gary, welcome to the show. Uh, 11% drop. It's almost a, uh, a 90 billion rand hit Glencore took today. What are your thoughts on, on this story? Yeah, I tend to agree with Peter there. It's, uh, it looks a little bit overdone to me. Um, if you if you kind of look at the, the history, I mean, obviously the subpoena, you know, specifically around uh, gathering documents around money laundering, etc. Um, you know, if you look at kind of uh, you know historic money laundering cases, uh, you know, it, it does look a little bit large. I mean, if you consider what uh, HSBC had to pay recently, I mean, that was uh, was in the region of 1.9 billion. If you look at uh, Royal Bank of Scotland, you're looking at about 4.9 billion. Uh, Barclays paid paid two. Two billion. So, you know, this 
you know, the, the way that the market's punishing the stock at the moment, uh, and it, it, it absolutely looks over, overdone, as Peter pointed out, also into currency weakness. Now, sure, we came into the day with, uh, you know, Bullet and Andrio, uh, you know, two other you know, diversified uh, commodity players uh, on the back foot. So some of, some of the, you know, the fall can be explained by, by general market uh, you, you know malaise, but uh, but overall to to, to see a 30 percent drop drop on the back of uh, of this announcement, uh, given the quantum of fines in the past, uh, you know it does look like the uh, the market is punishing it a little bit too too much, and this could potentially be a knee jerk reaction and and even a buying opportunity. Mm-hmm. That said, you know where where there's smoke, there's normally fire as well. So I think it's. Uh, uh, Maybe best just to sit on the sidelines at the moment and watch and see how it plays out. Yeah, there's a lot of concerns about the impact of corruption and fraud in both the public and private sector here. So, yeah, maybe it is just an overreaction, but as you say, smoke and fire always go together. Just look at the local market. Um, We did start the day actually uh, quite uh, significantly down, but it seems to be that we are... Um, recovering a bit, currently down 0.2% after we were down nearly 1% earlier. Yeah, so again, uh, I suppose the other big story going around today is uh, you know the news around uh, the Capitec yes. uh, Viceroy report, and, and that's pulled Capitec down uh, about five percent, which is kind of you know between Capitec and Glencore is, is really leading the downside today. But uh, as you say, uh, kind of a mixed market. We're seeing a move back into defences. So you're seeing Medicliming up about one one point five percent, Woolies up one point seven, uh, Aspen up one one point three. So you can kind of see it's the, those more defensive counters, uh, and also you know more of the SA Inc stocks to an extent too, uh, you know, with uh, some of the banks uh, also rising, the, the likes of First Rand and, uh, you know, Sunlam also moving up, and that, that could potentially be on the back of, uh, you know, slightly firmer Rand. Um, I don't know where, what, what would be causing that, because uh, the, the dollar seems uh, fairly firm, and we also had, uh, you know, inflation numbers coming out of uh, Turkey earlier today, which has seen, uh, you know, the Turkish lira weakening significantly, and that normally feeds into kind of a risk-off sentiment. Uh, maybe South Africa picking up a little bit of a benefit as, uh, you know, emerging markets at uh, speculators move out of uh, Lira and, and look for something like, like Rand. Uh, but uh, overall, yeah, a, a very mixed day on the market uh, with, with some big news events. Let's just uh, talk about Capitec a bit more. Um, you know, obviously uh, the share price did, uh, is taking a hit after you know, Bloomberg reported that the Reserve Bank wrote to the National Credit Regulator to request this probe into Capitec's fee structure, uh, specifically of its multi-loan product. Now, that's the product um, which uh, was the uh, theme of the uh, case between Summit Financial Partners, the consumer advocacy group, and Capitec. Um, and uh, one of the uh, fee structures, the Viceroy report also highlighted as being, you know, not adhering to regulations. Both all the parties denied, or Capitec at least strongly denies that the Reserve Bank and the NCR haven't responded yet. Um, but w- what do you make of this? It, it seems like it's another messy type of uh, situation involving Capitec and Viceroy. Yeah, again, uh, I mean, you, you kind of get brought to the point of, you know, where there's smoke, there could potentially be fire, but but certainly it, it is strange, and you get the sense that there's there's something happening behind the scenes here as well um, that, that is, is not being, uh, you know, released to the public, because, yeah, at the same time, the, the Reserve Bank came out uh, really strongly uh, in support of Capitec after the original Viceroy report in January, so, you know, if they were to be, you know, subsequently to have requested that the NCR investigate them, that, that's really an, an about term, and uh, a turn, and it at least the, the Bloomberg uh, news article, which I've read, um, you know, said that uh, you, you know that that uh, request was made, you know, 
literally days after after the initial report came out. So um, obviously it's the CEO of Capitec coming out and saying that uh, they have they have uh, no knowledge of an investigation. And I, I suppose you know Capitec's response uh, essentially saying that uh, you know that the Bloomberg report that's that's doing the round is is absolute fake news and uh, that this is this is not something that that we can take seriously. But uh, certainly the market not reading that and uh, I suppose adopting a slightly more cautious approach uh, with, with Capitec down four and a half percent at the moment. Gary, I just want to quickly uh, talk about the markets in Southeast Asia. Um, the Nikkei in Tokyo is at a three-month low. The Hang Seng in uh, Hong Kong is on a 10-month low. The Shanghai Composite Index is at a 28-month low. And there seems to be a significant pressure on markets there. Um, uh, what is the, the story there? And do you think that could flow through to us uh, as well? We seem to have uh, lost Gary there. Well, that was Gary Boyson of Swiss Rand. And unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. This show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. And that's it for this edition of the MoneyWeb Admira Show. Thank you for tuning in. 